Hello, and welcome back to the fifth episode of Petty's Pod. Wow, what a weekend in the NFL. Lots to talk about today. Stay tuned in. You don't want to miss this episode. We got Will Franzen joining us again. He's on call this time, but let's get right to it. Welcome back. Uh, What a weekend it was in the NFL. Three games coming down to a game-winning field goal and one that we had go to overtime that a lot of people are calling and what I think was the best playoff game in NFL history. But first, let's start with the Bengals-Titans game. We got Will in the studio here, like I said in the intro. But 1916, Bengals beat the one-seeded Titans. Rookie kicker Evan McPherson wins it uh, uh, with the game-winning field goal. Joe Burrow, Ryan Tannehill, uh, not not great games. Joe Burrow had 348 yards, which I guess is really good, but no touchdowns. He had one interception. Jamar Chase did his thing, and I'm interested to see, Will, what do you think about this game? Yeah, thanks for having me on again, Petty. Um, just an incredible weekend overall for the NFL, for football in general. Two of the greatest games I've ever seen, um, definitely, and Bucks, Rams, and then Chiefs, Bills, top that. Um, but the Bengals-Titans game, I mean, Joe Burrow, he played good. He didn't play great. But it, it was really about Ryan Tannehill choking. He usually, he usually overperforms in the playoffs, plays at a higher level than he does in the regular season. But 10.4 QBR. I felt the Titans relied too much on Derrick Henry uh, in his return game. But Joe Burrow proving that he's in that tier right below Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Um, alongside Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson in my AFC. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, yeah. uh, Joe Burrow he shows that he can he can win win games when it matters uh, is the biggest thing for me. And also, uh, I think one thing he needs to do to get into that category is prove it that he can do that he can do it two years in a row. We've seen Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes for the last two three years go head to head. We saw last year in the AFC Championship game between those two. So I think being a second-year player is the biggest thing for him. I mean, if he does this again next year, I think he puts himself in that category. What do you think about that, Will? Oh, I totally agree. I mean, you can't put, you can't expect too much from someone in their first playoff run right. um, in his second year in the league. I mean, the, the Bengals, like, they, they really found their identity this year um, with the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase connection. Um, they definitely have a bright future. I don't expect them to win next week, but but um, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's another thing. Like, I don't think anyone really expects them to win next week, but I don't think they need to. They've they've proven enough this year. Obviously, Bengals fans and the Bengals will want to win this game, of course, because AFC Championship and they can get to the Super Bowl. But I don't think anyone will take anything away from them uh if they lose this game. And it was a great season for them. Great season for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, like you say. Uh, do you think Jamar Chase is the offensive rookie of the year? I have to give it to Mac Jones. Jamar Chase has been incredible, but I think it's a similar situation to the Justin Herbert, Justin Jefferson situation last year. Um, I just think Mac Jones has too much of an impact on the Patriots, like turning them around from a losing season to a play a playoff appearance. So I have to give it to Mac Jones, but take nothing away from from Jamar Chase's incredible season. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I'm going with Mac Jones too. But Jamar Chase, he he's going to be a great receiver in the future for the Bengals and a great receiver to watch in the league. So 
yeah, that's our take on this game. It was a great game. Uh, rookie kicker got it done for the Bengals in the end, 19-16. Bengals upset the number one seeded Titans. All right, second game up. We had 49ers at the number one seeded Packers in Lambeau. Uh, freezing cold temperatures, snowy, slippery. But the 49ers pulled out a win in this game, 13-10, on yet another game-winning field goal from former Bears kicker and legend Robbie Gould. I'm, I'm sure some of you are happy to see that as a lot of Bears fans in Chicago. But again, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, lackluster performance, uh, but he did what he needed to do to get the 49ers over that that hump of winning this game. Rodgers was fine, 20 for 29 with 225 yards. Uh, the running backs were okay, not great in this game. And then it just came down to defense. It was 7-0 Packers for most of the game, but I'm interested to hear, Will, what do you think about this game? Yeah, as an honest Green Bay fan, just crushing to watch Rodgers lose once again to the Niners in the playoffs. Now 0-4. Um, you, can, you can blame the – you can make up a lot of excuses for Rodgers. The truth is he just, he just didn't really perform when he needed to. You kind of felt like towards the end of the game if the Niners could keep it a one-score game, could hang around, um, then you almost sensed that this would happen in the very end. And sure enough, it did. Uh, you can blame the weather receivers not running crisp routes, whatever, people slipping, the special teams for the Packers. I mean, god-awful. cost them all 13 points. Um, and there's rightfully a lot of speculation around Rodgers, obviously around Tuapte Adams as well. Uh, where do they go from here? We don't know. We don't know. But I'm also hearing a lot of people on the other side say Jimmy G is the real deal. He did what he needed to do. No, he played god-awful. He was terrible. He counted for zero points in the game. Um, the, the Niners need to move on, find a, a, a real quarterback, a, a real top-tier quarterback if they want to uh, win a Super Bowl. I think they've been very fortunate in these first two playoff games in this run. But, you know, credit Kyle Shanahan, the Niners. Yeah, uh, I think... Um... I think a lot of people will pick the Rams to win the next in the next round, but is there anything do you think that the 49ers can do to try to make another Super Bowl this year? Just keep it a low-scoring game. I mean, the Rams' offense, super, super powerful. Obviously, really solid receiving core. Possibly the best uh, receiving duo left in Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham. But just like the Packers game, they can just, just, just stick around till the very end. Um, I think they have a chance. Yeah, I think the defense, like like in the Packers game, the defense is gonna have to win win the next game for the Forty ers But I do think that it might be the end of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, just based off the fact the fact of what happened last off season. If they do give him that contract that he he so desperately wants, I think he'll stay, and I think that'll lead to Devonta Adams staying as well. Because there is a really good situation if they if they resolve the the conflict between Rodgers and the front office in Green Bay to, to maybe go back and make the Super Bowl next year, but this looks really bad for them. A bad loss for the Packers. 49ers get it done and move to the NFC Championship for the second year in the last five years. So yep. All right, third game of the divisional round this past weekend. Another game-winning field goal in this one. Uh, Rams, Bucks, high, highly anticipated game, a lot of offense. Uh, Rams do pull it out, though, 30-27 to on a game-winning field goal from Matt Gay. Uh, Matt Stafford was great in this game as a Lions fan. It was great to see him do that. 
Uh, Tom Brady was okay. Um, Cam Akers with 24 carries after coming off an injury one or two weeks ago. Uh, you can I I don't know what to think about that. That seems like a lot of carries for a somewhat unfit guy. And then the big story though, Cooper Cup is he the best receiver in the league? I think he is. But Will, what did you think about this game as a whole? Yeah, yeah, Matt Stafford proving what a lot of us already knew that he was never the problem in Detroit. It was it was really just the Lions organization uh, who let him down. But, I mean, a great quarterback duel between two veterans. Brady played outstanding in the second half. I mean, he did everything he possibly could have. And you just felt that, like, Brady's had too many comebacks. He's played too well in the clutch um, for the Bucks to lose. But Rams surprised at the very end. I mean, Cooper Cup is an absolute dog. Absolute dog. I mean, yeah, like, like you, you can... You can double him, and he'll still get open every play. I think the the last two catches at the very end to set up the game winning field goal just proved that. Um, it was kind of yeah, it was I mean, it was kind of weird to yeah. see how. Uh, I mean, I was watching this game, and every every time that Cup was targeted by Saturday, he just seemed to have space between him and his defender, which proves that proves how good he is. I was just kind of shocked, like how is he getting that wide open every single time? I agree. I agree. In the second half, though, um, I think another reason people expected the Bucks to win um, as they were making their comeback was just these things always seem to work out for Brady throughout his whole career. Um, he's always like kind of had that luck on his side. Um, the way the way the Rams kind of got lucky at the very not lucky, but the way it worked out for the Rams at the very end with the clock and the kick and everything. Yeah, I mean, Brady, Brady uh, he did all he could. He got the score tied. He tried to force overtime. It just came down to the Bucks defense. Could they get one more stop to send it to overtime? And then Stafford throws a bomb in the cup down the field for, for an easy game-winning field goal from, from Matt Gay. But do you think Stafford ha- has the has – the tra- he doesn't have the track record to, to get to the Super Bowl and to win a Super Bowl, but do you think he can get it done with this squad? Definitely. Definitely. I think they should be right behind the Chiefs for favorite for the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, they're such, a, they're such a well-rounded team from offense to defense. The run game with Cam Akers, they have a great quarterback, great receivers. So I think if, if, if any part of their team has a great game, they can always win. And that's what's scary about them. So yeah, I definitely think they have a chance. Uh, you had an interesting take about Cooper Cup and obviously uh, uh, a new Odo Beckham being the best wide best wide receiver duo left in the in the playoffs. I, I'm interested to hear what 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 do you think about that? I mean, a lot of people jumped off the Odell bandwagon um, after he was cut by the Browns. He's proving he's still an elite receiver in the game. I just think Odell and Coop are both so hot right now. That at this very moment, I would take them over any uh, receiving duo left, including Kelsey and Hill. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone would disagree with you about that. But uh, Kelsey and Hill, I mean, they're they're receiver tight end, I guess, but they're 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 skilled positions. I'm still taking them just because just because of the way that the that their play calling is called and the way Mahomes can get them the ball. Also, another good one is, is Debo Samuel and George Kittle in, in San Francisco. But I don't think anyone will argue that, that Cooper Cup and Odo Beckham have been so good 
over the past couple weeks and in the playoffs especially. Odo Beckham is one of the best red zone targets right now. I mean, Stafford goes to him or Cup every time they're in the red zone. Maybe Tyler Higby will get a catch, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like that take. I mean, I'm still going with uh, uh, Kelsey and uh, Hill. But yeah, the Rams Rams are a team to be reckoned with in in the in the championship game and then potentially in the Super Bowl. I think they can they can beat any team coming out of the AFC. So yeah, I I, I like your your pick to for them to go to the Super Bowl and yeah, that's our that's our thoughts on the uh, Rams Bucks game. All right, and then everyone's favorite game from this divisional round weekend, uh, the only game that didn't end in a game-winning field goal, but it did almost end in, it did end in a game-tying field goal and then go to overtime, where the Chiefs did beat the Bills 42-36 in a heartbreaker for Bills fans. Um, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, I mean, if you missed out on this game, I got to say I feel sorry for you. This was probably the best football game that I've ever seen in the NFL at least. Uh, Josh Allen, 27 for 37 with 330 yards, four touchdowns. Mahomes, 33 for 44, 378 yards and three touchdowns. This is this is a, a rivalry for to for years to come. It's going to be great to watch. Allen also had 68 uh, rushing yards, um, and Mahomes had 69 rushing yards, which is also kind of crazy. But another big topic from this game is Gabriel Davis setting the the playoff record for touchdown for receiving touchdowns with four touchdowns and then Tyree kill also going off for the chiefs. Um, this game was nuts. a lot to talk about in this game. Uh, Will, what, what, what do you think about this game? This was by far the greatest game I've ever seen in my life. Um, I mean, t- the two, for me, the two best QBs in the league at the absolute peak of their powers. Um, just when you thought the game was over, Mahomes or Allen drove down the field and did what they needed to do. I think it was unfortunate that um, the overtime rules are the way they are because because Josh Allen would have drove down and scored a touchdown in that overtime. Yeah, I, came up and called off. I personally think it should be switched to the college rules. I mean, a lot of people don't like the college overtime rules, but they're the fairest rules of, of between college and NFL. And, and the college rules are, are each team gets a drive – um, no matter if you score a touchdown or field goal, the other team will get a drive. And if it's still tied after that, then uh, each team will, will get the ball from the 25 and just go at it until there's a winner, until someone scores and then the other team doesn't. I think it should be switched to the college rules. Um, there's a lot of people that think there there's other ways to do it and they should still change it. And then there's more people who think that it's fine. It's not unfair. Defense wins championships and, and the Bills defense couldn't get it done. Will, what do you think about that? No, I hear that. I hear that definitely. I think a big argument against that is that it's tiring on the players. So maybe just in the playoffs, how that be a rule, um, like where both teams get the ball. So it's yeah, not yeah. Down to the down to the coin toss. Perhaps the regular season they could leave it, but in the playoffs, it's all or nothing. Yeah, it's unfair. But I'm re- like back back to the game. I mean, this is going to be an incredible rivalry for years to come. Josh Allen, Mahomes both recently signing extensions. What's exciting, too, is that, you know, the Chiefs have always surrounded Mahomes, Mahomes with talent. Um, obviously, they have a good front office, but it seems like the Bills, after years of suffering, have also found a competent front office to re- surround Allen with. Um, so both these teams should be, man, I mean, they should be forces for years to come. Yeah, and I think another thing that... Uh 
like makes you say that and makes a lot of people think that it'll be a great rivalry for the next couple of years. Um, Brady Manning esque uh, is the offenses that these two quarterbacks are surrounded by. You have Dawson Knox, you have Stefan Diggs, um, and now and now Gabriel coming up for the Bills. These are two electrifying offenses, offenses, offenses to watch, and two great uh, quarterbacks to watch as well. I mean, it's going to be really entertaining. Um, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, two two great two great quarterbacks. I think everyone's agreed on that. But I think will um, the Chiefs are probably the Super Bowl favorites now. What do you think about that? I agree with that. I mean, it, this really was the Super Bowl, and almost felt like yesterday. Um, because if the Bills were to steamroll the Patriots, obviously, and then defeat the the Chiefs, I don't think anyone would be able to stop that. Um. So yeah, I mean, Chiefs have been here before with this team, with this coaching staff. I don't see how you couldn't pick them um, as your favorite. Yeah, I agree. Um, we we saw the last couple of years with the Chiefs. Uh, one year they couldn't get over the Patriots, but the next year they did, won the Super Bowl, and then last year, of course, they met Brady again. And he got the better of them. But I have to say the Chiefs the Chiefs have come up after such a bad start and no one everyone really uh kinda counted them out after the start that they had to this year. Um I never really counted them out. I, I kinda compared them to, to the Golden State Warriors in twenty seventeen where they have such a good team that it doesn't matter if they lose a couple games in a row or anything like that. They can turn it on whenever they want. They're in playoff mode right now. Uh you can say they got lucky to win last night based off the rules and whatever from whatever uh from the Bills standpoint but I think the Chiefs are clear favorites to win this year's Super Bowl and uh yeah that's our take on on one of the most craziest games of NFL football I've ever watched yeah one one more thing yeah. is that um obviously Mahomes and Allen both played nearly perfect games I'd, I'd argue Josh was actually a little better than Mahomes yesterday both playing outstanding but it almost felt like it was like the young gun and Josh Allen coming off against the vet and Patrick Mahomes. Um, but obviously Mahomes is only 26 years old, which right. makes this even more exciting. Right. And I said, I said in our, in our last podcast that we did with Ethan as well, um, where the bills are still a year away. I know they made it to the championship game last year and then they get, they got to, they got this far this year. But I still think they're a year away. I still, I still think they need more experience, to be honest with you. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is one of a kind. Uh, he didn't really need more. He, he has GOAT potential. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I said on our last podcast that we did about the NFL that the, the Bills were one year away, and I think they could go uh, to the AFC Championship next year and potentially to the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah, that's our take on this game. Uh, one of the craziest games I've ever seen. It sounds like it was one of the craziest games you've ever seen too, Will. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone would disagree about that. Uh, so that's our take on the Chiefs-Bills game. All right, that is it for this episode of Petty's Pod, the fifth episode. What a weekend it was. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here again, Will. Yeah, this is fun. Thanks. Yeah, um, of course, the intro was Grant Feldman again, and thanks for listening. Our next episode will be either Wednesday or Friday, talking about the AFC and NFC championship games and maybe a little NBA talk again. Thanks for listening.